But anyway, I'm going to get serious here. Is anybody serious this morning? You better be because time's running out. If you have your Bible, look with me in St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 9. You probably already got it. If you have, stand with me as we read it. Luke chapter 9, and I'm going to read in verse 23. And it goes like this. And he said to them all, and he, meaning Jesus, said to them all. I want to take just a second here. You might get the thought that, well, he was talking to disciples. He's not talking to me. He is talking to all of us when you read in this book. Because, you know, he said one place there in the Bible, he said, what I say unto one, I say it unto all. This Word of God was not written just for me or Dean or Eddie or Danny. It was written for each and every one of us. So when you read in the Bible, and I'm going to read it like this, And Jesus said unto us, If any man or woman will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage or what does a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose himself or lose his soul and cast into hell? Paraphrasing there. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his holy glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. God gave me the text of that message when I was sitting up there in the garden. Uh, I believe it was Thursday afternoon late. And I was sitting there and me and God, and you've heard me say it before, we have some good talks in the summertime in the garden spot up there. And I was talking to God and he was talking to me. And I said, God, what would you have me to share Sunday morning? And God gave me a text, and that what God said is He said, warn the people that don't be a day late. You know, there's a lot of people that has missed heaven because they did not listen to the Holy Spirit when it convicted their heart. And I believe if I asked everybody in this building this morning, the first time that Jesus convicted you of your sin, the first time that Jesus spoke to you, the first time you heard that voice inside of you, the first time you ever heard it, did you go and get saved and give your heart to the Lord? And I would say there's not a one in here the first time we heard the voice of the Lord gave our heart to the Lord. But you see, when we were younger, and I was talking to David this morning, when I was a young man, I, I didn't fear death. I didn't think nothing about death. Uh, but I thank God, he's looking back over the years when I was back out in the world. Uh, 
And I thank God for His grace, Tony, that He watched over me and took care of me uh, because I didn't understand it in the years later, uh, but I understand it today because He had a calling on my life. Uh, and if He hadn't had, uh, I would have never been here this morning. Uh, but I praise God for bringing me through there uh, and giving me another change. Uh, but everybody uh, has a choice this morning. Uh, as Tony said this morning, uh, you had a choice. Uh, uh, you had a choice to get up uh, and get ready and come to the church. Uh, or you have a choice uh, to stay at home uh, and sleep uh, like a lot of you probably has learned to do. Uh, you found out it's a lot easier uh, uh, since this uh, da- uh, uh, thing hit. Uh, you've got use, uh, amen, to not having to get up and share and clean up, uh, have breakfast in bed, go back to bed, uh, and church time. Uh, you found out it's a whole lot easier uh, just to lay in the bed uh, and watch it on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to tell you, friends, uh, you better be careful. Uh, amen. Uh, I look over this congregation this morning. Uh, I see some units come in, uh, but I see a lot of them that was here uh, before it hit. Uh, they were faithful to God, uh, them and their families, uh, but I don't see them here this morning. Uh, I don't see them here uh, just every once in a while. Uh, I'm going to tell you, friend, uh, you better wake up. Uh, it's a serious time, uh, and I believe Jesus uh, is getting his church ready uh, and I'm going to tell you uh, you keep watching that Facebook uh, when there you're able to come to God's house uh, where you used to be uh, and take part in the worship service uh, you better be careful uh, because the Bible says uh, to forsake not uh, to assemble yourselves uh, as such as some has uh, as a later day uh, approach it uh, can I preach uh, just a little while this morning and, uh, well, thanks be unto God. Uh, I'm going to tell you, friend, uh, those of you that was able to come uh, and was faithful uh, and it did come, uh, what are you going to do one of these days uh, when you've lost the desire uh, to come to God's house uh, and to worship Him uh, and to help in the church, uh, amen, to grow uh, and build His kingdom? Uh, uh, you may be uh, laying there one morning uh, uh, watching on the Facebook because uh, Jesus is coming back uh, after his church, amen, uh, his church uh, that's been washed uh, and cleaned uh, in the blood uh, of the Lamb, amen, uh, and what are you going to do uh, one of these mornings uh, when you're laying there uh, uh, watching on Facebook uh, and the rapture takes place uh, and this old church uh, in here uh, arises to be with the Lord, uh, you're going to see it maybe uh, laying there uh, watching on Facebook uh, because if you don't have a desire huh, to be with God's people huh, down here, huh, and you can't get along with them down here, huh, then much, friend, uh, the changes are, huh, you're not going to make it to heaven with us. Amen. Somebody help me preach this morning. People are more or less concerned, the majority of them today, Brother Dean, than I've ever seen in my life. They look for an excuse not to come to the house of God. They'd rather be laying out somewhere on a river bank or lake or somewhere in a shopping center. Hey, man, huh, 
this morning uh, than to be in the house of God uh, uh, listening to the word of God uh, uh, this morning uh, I understand today uh, I used to didn't understand it brother Eddie uh, but I understand today uh, why the Bible said uh, that God uh, was enlarging uh, hell this morning uh, what do you mean enlarging hell uh, because more and more people uh, is leaving the walk with God uh, and getting on the walk uh, that leads to death and hell uh, and eternity this morning. Uh, I'm tired playing around. Uh, I'm tired human people. Uh, I'm tired hey man uh, 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 patting people on the back uh, and pegging them to come to church. Uh, I got news for you this morning. Uh, whether you're here uh, or whether you're not uh, I'm going to have church uh, when I walk in here. Uh, I'm going to leave here uh, a feeling good. Uh, I'm going to leave here feeling better uh, than I came in uh, uh, this morning. Uh, you know why John? Uh, I'm going to do it uh, because I know uh, I'm walking uh, in the light of the Lord uh, uh, this morning. Uh, I know uh, that I'm struggling sometimes uh, but I'm trying uh, to win people uh, to the Lord. Uh, I'm trying uh, to help them uh, to stay out of hell uh, and it seems like uh, the harder I try uh, with some people uh, the less they care uh, I got news for you uh, I'm going to keep on trying uh, until Jesus comes uh, I may not get you in uh, but I'm going to tell you uh, when I stand before my God uh, I'm going to hear him say uh, welcome home uh, my true uh, and faithful servant uh, you have fought a good fight uh, well glory uh, you have fought a good fight uh, you have finished your course uh, now come in uh, I've got something uh, waiting for you Woo! glory to God go ahead and shut your Facebook off I don't care you ain't hurting me you're hurting yourself these people right now I feel a spirit of evil right now out there I'm telling you what, Brother Dean, well, I'm going to tell you something. It may get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. If you're looking for an apology this morning, you better look somewhere else. It ain't coming out of this man behind this pulpit. There's so much jealousy anymore, not just in the world, but in the churches. There's so much jealousy and anger and hate Paul said, uh, if you ain't got rid of that, uh, then you have not learned, so learned Christ Jesus. Uh, and if you've got hate and unforgiveness uh, and jealousy, and all oh, you say, it ain't out there, preacher. Uh, don't tell me it ain't out there. Uh, I've seen it. Uh, I see it about every day, John. You better get rid of it or you're going to go to hell. I can't make it no plainer than that. That's what Jesus said. I had one of my sisters one time. I got up on a Sunday morning. It wasn't this in here. She loved me too much. She went and said something out. Well, she knew that I was talking, letting the truth out. She went and told something to the family. She said, my brother ought to have said what he said this morning. I said, I don't know why I shouldn't have said it, I just said what I read out of the book. And if she's expecting apology from me, she's going to die <laughs> waiting for one. 
When I preach the Word of God, I read it out of the book here, and you get mad about it, then don't tell me about it. It's not my Word. I'm just a messenger that God sent to send a message out to you this morning. If you get mad at me, I don't care. But you better be careful when you deny me. You're denying God's Word this morning. People has always done it. They're doing it now, and they'll be doing it when the trumpet sounds. What I'm saying is, they're putting it off. There are people this morning, is anybody hearing me this morning? I forget how many they said on an average that died in the United States of America ever so many seconds, five seconds or something. Somebody might can tell me more about it. That's a lot of people dying. A lot of people dying. And it makes me wonder how many of them, and there's not a one of them that's died, I'm going to say since church started this morning. There's not a one of them died that did not have an opportunity to make things right with God. You say, how do you know? Because my Bible tells me that everybody is going to have an opportunity. God will not take nobody out of this world without giving him a choice on how he wants to go out. You say, well, God ain't never given me a choice. God has given us all a choice. He gave you a choice this morning. He gave you a choice where you want to work at. He gave you a choice where you want to go get groceries at. He gave you a choice where you want to fish at. I usually try to pick the place where the good fish. Thank God for he gave me that choice. He gives us a choice where to go to church. And yes, he give you the choice this morning where to go or where not to go. If you chose to go, I'll say praise God and you'll be blessed when you leave here. You may be a rub in the back of your pants when you leave, but you'll feel good. And those of you that's not here, you're just going to have to live with it or do something about it. One day, too late. The Bible says when you miss heaven, you have missed it all. Do you agree that there are people dying every hour because they put it off uh, till the next day? We're living in a world today that we like to put things off. Amen? We like to put things off. Uh, I believe we need to do today... Uh, all that we can, amen, huh? instead of waiting for tomorrow. Huh? You know, the Bible said today is a day of salvation. Huh? And don't put it off. Huh? Today is a day of salvation. Huh? Yesterday's gone. Huh? We can't go back, none of us. We can't go back huh, and change yesterday. Huh? We can't go back and change a thing we done yesterday huh? because what's done is done. Huh? But we may never have a change. It may be one day too late. Huh? If we wait till tomorrow, hey man, because tomorrow may never get here for you. We do not know, for the Bible says 
Only the only uh, uh, the angels in heaven don't even know. Jesus himself don't know. Uh, only the Father knows uh, the day and the hour that he's coming. Uh, and Jesus said, no man knoweth the day uh, or the hour uh, of the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, but the Bible said, uh, be ye therefore ready uh, because he's coming uh, in an hour you think not. Uh, so you don't need to wait till tomorrow uh, to, get, to get right today. Uh, and if you get Get right today, say right, live right, die right, then you'll go to heaven. Amen. Jesus told me when I said, Lord, what scripture you want me to go? After he gave me a title of message, I said, Lord, where can I find it at? You know, sometimes, sometimes God, sometimes God wants us to do things for ourselves. Amen. He wants us to do things for ourselves. That's why he put in Scripture on the book of Matthew, I believe that. He said, search the Scripture. <laughs> That's what he told me. He said, I'll give you the title of Matthew. Now, he said, search the Scripture. He didn't tell me grab his phone, cell phone up and punch in and try to find a message. He said, search the Scripture for in them you think you have eternal life. A lot of people think they've got eternal life just because they got saved maybe 50 years ago. Hey, man. Just because they got saved 25 years ago and not been in the church since then very many times, been out of church maybe 15, 20 years, uh, you ask them if they're a Christian, uh, and they'll say, well, I hope so. Uh, what do you mean you hope so? Well, uh, I think I am. Uh, I got saved at Bloomington back about 25, 30 years ago. Uh, my name's on the church book over there. Uh, how long has it been since you've been there? Well, I ain't been there for a long time. I ain't been nowhere for a long time. Uh, but my name is on the church book over there. Uh, well, I got news for you out there. Uh, your name can be on a church book here and a thousand other church books, uh, but that ain't going to get you to heaven. Uh, I want to know, and God wants to know, and God does know, uh, is your name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Uh, just being a join, joining the church this morning uh, ain't going to necessarily get you to heaven. Uh, being baptized is not necessarily going to get you to heaven. Uh, you, he told Nicodemus, uh, he said you must be born again. Amen. Jesus had just fed the 5,000. I don't know how many women and kids there. He had just fed the 5,000. And after he had fed 5,000 over in verse 18, it said, And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him, and he asked them, saying, Whom say the people that I am? Now remember, Jesus, he had just fed the 5,000. The disciples said, Lord, where are we going to get the food to feed them with? And a little boy had two or three fishes and a loaf of bread or two. And he told them, he said, set them down in fifties, groups of fifty. Could you imagine them disciples going around, hey, fifty of you come sit over here. Hey, fifty of you come sit over here. Hey, fifty of you come sit over here. Five thousand besides the women and children. That took a lot of room, wouldn't it? Can you imagine them disciples looking at Jesus? And saying, what in the world is he going to do? How in the world is he going to feed 5,000 plus with two or three and a loaf of bread? Could you imagine? All by the eyes was on Jesus. How many believe that story? And the Bible said when he got set down, what did Jesus do? 
He took the bread and he took the fish up our arm and he held it up and he blessed it. And then he started breaking the disciples and the disciples taking it. Now this had just happened. <laughs> and the Bible said they all eat and they all was filled. Jesus can take a little bit. You can take a little bit and ask God to bless it and he will bless it a whole lot. And Jesus went up, left there after he had fed the 5,000. He came to pass as he was alone, praying his disciples with him. And he asked them, saying, Whom say the people that I am? And they, the disciples, answered and said, John the Baptist. Some say Elijah, and others say that you're one of the old prophets, which is risen from the dead. And Jesus said unto them, But whom do you say that I am? And Peter answered and said, You are the Christ of God. Over in Matthew, he said, You are the Christ of the living God. Amen. I like that this morning. Whom do you say that he is? And they said, You are the Son of the living God. Church, whom do you say that he is this morning? <coughs> People say they know him. They have no clue who he is. The only way they know him is because they've heard somebody mention him. Hey, man, Trace, that's the only way they know him. They don't truly know him, really, who he is. If they truly knew him and these people that's out of church, if they truly knew him and believed what the Word of God said and believed that he went through what he went through, believed so that he suffered and he died and he bled and they beat him and they plucked his beard out. They put a crown of homemade thorn down on his head, pushed it till corruption and water run out of it. They made him carry the cross up Golgotha Hill. They nailed him to that old rugged cross, Brother Mark, uh, and they stood him up and dropped him down in uh, the hole there between two thieves. Uh, and this old soldier standing there, uh, and he looked up at him, uh, and he took a sword and pierced him in the side, uh, and water and blood came gushing out from his side. Uh, and all at once, uh, something began to happen, and he looked up, uh, and he said, Truly, uh, this is the Son of God. Amen. Uh, but you see, uh, it was too late. Uh, the damage had done done. Uh, they crucified uh, my Lord and your Lord. Uh, and then people sitting out there somewhere or another, uh, amen, and won't come into the house of God uh, and lift their hands and praise Him uh, and thank Him. Uh, they say, well, I can do it just as well at home. Uh, well, let me tell you something, friend. Uh, you may do it just as well at home, uh, but if you're able to go to the house of God somewhere, uh, Jesus said it. Uh, he said to forsake not to assemble yourself. Uh, you heard the brother this morning, uh, Brother Dean, talking about the fellowship. Uh, brother Billy, that man has. Uh, uh, brother Lloyd, that these fellowship meals uh, that we have, it's not just a meal that I care about. Uh, my wife's a good cook. I eat homemade biscuits and biscuits and gravy about every morning. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, I've got some good cooks over here at church. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something, friend. Uh, it's not about that. Uh, I love to be with a brother. Uh, the Bible said it's good for brethren and sisters to dwell together in the house of the Lord. I want you to ask yourself this morning. I don't want you to answer me. I don't care. I already know. 
But you just ask yourself, those here, those listening, wow. those listening, would you do something? Ask yourself this question. If you made the choice to stay at home, ask yourself this question. If everybody in that church was just like me, what kind of church is If everybody at Bloomington Chapel, I'm talking to this church, I talk to somebody else, know what goes on in their churches, but I know what goes on here. I know I'm more concerned about this one. This is where God. But just ask yourself, if everybody in that church is just like me, what kind of church would this church be? It won't hurt you to ask yourself here at the church. See, we need to take a check on ourselves sometimes. What's happening, we've got out, and the devil has got a hold of some people. Got a hold of them. And that's why I said there's so much hate and jealousy out there, envying and striving going on. And they've allowed the devil to get in their mind and putting things in their mind, whether they're so or whether they're not, they're allowing the devil. In other words, they're listening to the devil more than they're listening to God. Amen? They're listening to the devil more tone than they're listening to God. And there's some, if they do come to church, <coughs> they sit and look and try to find fault with everybody in the church. Can I hear a hey man in here? They, try, they spend more time looking to see the fault, find fault in everybody else. And they leave here and they hear the word said about what Jesus said, and they go out and they like to spread what they see. Now, if you won't come to church or looking for fall, you're going to find it. Amen? Amen? But I got news for some of you. If you get mad at the preacher, the Sunday school teacher, or somebody else, and think you can run off somewhere else to another church, you may find one will put up with it but you ain't going to put up with it here. We don't come to church for that reason. And there's people spend so much time looking at other people's faults, Brother Eddie, that they don't have time to see their own faults. I got some hey men there. Sorry, you better do something to that Facebook. I see smoke coming from it. <laughs> Jesus said, for what is a man advantage? It's over Matthew. It said profited. If he gained the whole world and lose his own soul, is what he said to Matthew. Let me ask you this this morning before I close. Now, this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you gain the whole world, you think about what the whole world consists of. <coughs> All the money in the world that you could ever spend. The biggest house on the planet to live in. The biggest Cadillac or limousine or whatever you wanted to buy to ride in. The best food that is made put on your table. If you had the money to go out and enjoy every pleasure of sin that there is out there, and that's what some of them is looking for, is the pleasures of sin. 
You say, I've sat here, people say, well, Brother Ralph, there is some pleasure in sin. I said, yes, there's pleasure in sin, but it only lasted for a moment. Uh, and if you do it uh, and put off salvation uh, one day, uh, it's going to be too late. Uh, you're going to be one day too late at getting into heaven. Uh, and I said, my friend, uh, that'll be a terrible thing. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, you read over the 17th chapter, 16th chapter, somewhere over there, of the book of Luke, uh, where the Bible said uh, that the rich man there, uh, amen, and he had everything, dressed to the finest clothes, eat the finest food. Uh, but he also said to the man by the name of Lazarus, was a beggar, uh, laid at his door full of sores, begging uh, for the crumb that fell from his table. Uh, but let me tell you something, there's two different there. Uh, the rich man had everything money could buy. He lived luxury. Old Lazarus didn't even have the money to buy him food. But let me tell you something. Lazarus had something, hey man, that meant more than all the money and all the wealth and all the food, hey man, that that rich man had. You say, well, what did he have? If a rich man had everything and Lazarus had nothing, I'm going to tell you, Lazarus didn't have just nothing. And uh, Lazarus had everything uh, because he belonged uh, to the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords. Uh, hallelujah! Woo! Glory! If that's what you're looking for out there in here, it's pleasure, sin, money. You say, well, you think, I've heard people say, well, uh, the Bible says, uh, a rich man, rich man can't go to heaven. I, I said the Bible don't say no such a thing. Uh, the Bible said uh, the reason that that rich man went to hell uh, wasn't because he was rich, uh, uh, brother, uh, uh, brother Dean. Uh, it was because he wasn't born again. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Danny. But you see, the rich man put it off one day too late. And he regretted it when he went to hell. He's still regretting it today. And he'll be regretting it if some of you decide to go there. There's no way out. I want to preach a message one of these days God's giving me. No way out. When you go to hell, you're there. I've heard people say, I had a boy down to meal tell me one time, and I was talking to him. He told me, he said, well, when I die, he said, I'm going to go to hell. I said, well, that's your choice. He said, but I'm going to go in style. I'm going to get me a cedar coffin. When I go through the pits of hell, it's going to be a popping and cracking. I said, that's your choice. He said, me and my friends, when I get there, we want to open up a keg of beer to celebrate. I said, there, you're wrong. That ain't going to happen. keg of beer. Matter of fact, there ain't going to be no drop of water down there. God, that scares me to even think about. That makes me want to move up as Tony talked a little bit this morning. Separation from your family. If you died today, what would you spend eternity at tomorrow? It'd be a sad thing. Those of you that's listening in out there and watching in, and those of you who are here this morning, if you're lost and don't know Jesus Christ, you've heard this message this morning, and you choose, and this is your choice, you choose to turn Jesus away today. And if you die tomorrow, if you, if you die tonight, you die tomorrow, you're going to regret it. You're going you're gonna to remember this sermon if you're hearing it right now, watching You're going to remember it ever. If you're here this morning, you're going to remember this old country preacher standing at you. Get right before it's too Don't put it off. You're going to hear this message over and over. This won't be the last time you hear it.
you decide to go to hell. You're going to hear it a lot of times. If you're not right with God, all you got to do, the Bible says, is to believe with your heart. The Lord Jesus Christ, confess with your mouth, with all thine heart, that God raised him from. And he the said, Thou shalt be saved. You're good people, and I want to go, and I'm going to go to heaven. And Sister Sherry, I'm going to take everybody with me. If you want to go to heaven with me, you ain't right with God. This is your day. Today is the day of salvation. I'm done. This is between you and God now. Go ahead.